This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. That's right. That's right. I don't like clowns. It's shining like three seeds of pomegranates in my hands. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. And while she was pushing her way through, someone asked her, What are you trying to do? She said, If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. Oh, copper bells, sweet silver bells. Seem to say, throw cast away. Experiencing the hem of God today on the Christian Car Guy Show. An interesting topic, right, Jerry? Oh, absolutely. How <laughs> fun. We're out here today at uh, the Dixie, excuse me, the Carolina Classic Fair. That's right now, and, it's, uh, and it is certainly fall weather now. It's yeah, it's fair well, weather. Yeah. In case we got any fair weather friends. Cut, cuts cold. Yeah, <laughs> so we are experiencing the hem of God today, which is... Fairly interesting. Like, it's one thing to know about the bells and the pomegranates and the colors of scarlet and purple and blue, but that's another thing to experience it, to actually have that experience. And so we want to talk about that. When when have you experienced that? And here's kind of what set this up. This week I was praying. Um, I was in my quiet time actually studying, and I was looking. The Holy Spirit kind of had this verse stick out to me in Genesis chapter 2, which I'm, I like to think of this conversational intimacy with the scriptures, like you're talking to them and they're talking back. And, the, and this one just stuck out to me like it says there was a mist that came up from the earth and watered the whole earth. It came up from the ground. And it watered the whole earth. And I thought, that's just kind of strange that that sits there. And exactly why does that mean? And I wonder what that word mist means. So, you know me, I dive in and I'm trying to see through the, the Hebrew language what the picture is that God's trying to show me about this mist. I, I missed the whole thing, Bill, is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and so I am really frustrated by the letters. And, and I start to just, you know, just cry out to God like I do not understand this I just don't understand 
and this is when I got to touch the hem of his garment, Bill, because he, he kind of talks to me, and this time, honestly, he sounded like, hello, McFly. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Robbie, Robbie, you can't understand until you experience. And the profundity of that, I like that word profundity, because it's kind of fun. Yeah. And But th- that has just gone through my mind all week. Like, you really can't understand until you experience. Like, anybody that's ever bought one of those, you know, shelf sets from Walmart or whatever, and then you were going to go set it up, right? You got directions. And it said, before you put in directions, the... Directions? <laughs> they said, before you put in this, make sure you put in that. But if you ever did one of them, I know for sure you put in something upside down. You put in something before you should have put in the other thing. And then you all of a sudden, the light came on and you go, now I understand. Now, I, but you see, through experience, you understood, right? I know it's like that when you paint cars. You, you experience that... that you know, you paint before and you know that this one's going to be hard or this one's going to be whatever, you know. That's why God gave us hammers to make it work. (laughs) And how about love, right? When you were a little young child of 11 or 12 and you started, you had no experience and you ran right in there and got your heart broken if you're like me, right? But through that experience, you gain understanding, and, and, and very much so with this idea of God, right? And so this morning, as I went through my whole week thinking, wow, as I experience this, I understand it better. As I experience that, I understand better, especially God, okay? Especially love, especially things of God. And, and so I was like, okay, God, where are we? I knew we were going to go somewhere on the idea of experiencing, but where do you want to go today? And he, so he, he literally takes me up to Isaiah 6, and we're going to look into the, to the throne of God. And then I noticed, like the Holy Spirit will pick out something, that it says the whole temple was full of the train. Well, I was like, well, what does that train mean? Well, when you look at the word train, it quite obviously becomes the hem. It's just the hem. It's just the skirt on the edge of, of God's garment that he's there in the throne and this is what Isaiah was describing was this unbelievable right bells and pomegranates that you know in blue purple and scarlet Isaiah saw all that and it was full of that and so as I began to study those pomegranates and those bells that were on this hem you know I began to see that there was an unbelievable relationship to them between the two words in Hebrew and that would tell you why today's show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Nun, which means faith. And faith just comes. It's like, and, and, and through these bells that are going to herald faith, and through the pomegranates, which have the seeds, right? They have 613 seeds. I don't know if you knew that, but that, that's what I'm told. I'm going to believe you. <laughs> and, and so think about it. Seeds of faith, right? Bells that are heralding faith. But again, none of that means anything unless you've literally experienced it, right? And so that's what we're hoping you'll call in and share today. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH with your story of where all of a sudden, like, man, that just showed up big time. And 
I should mention that it's Libera that, that was the Carol of the Bells, those wonderful child choirs that I love to listen sing. And, and of course, you may not have heard these people before, but apparently it's like Dead Moon and the Neptunes that did that pomegranate, you know, that little short thing right there. And then Sam Cooke with Touch the Hem. I don't know if you've ever heard that song in the 50s. It was spectacular. And Jimmy Stewart from It's a Wonderful Life. So we're going back several decades to where you could hear that the bell was ringing. What was it ringing? Right? Whose faith was increased by leaps and bounds in A Wonderful Life? Not just Clarence's, I would would point out. (laughs) And, And clearly, if you think about it, Jimmy Stewart, you know, he touched the hem of God's garment in that movie. He just did. And he got to see how wonderful his life really was. And and I hope you've had that experience in your own life. And we would love to hear it. 866-348-7884. And I need to mention one other thing before we go much too much further. Is that, oh my goodness, Jerry, talking about touching the hem of the garment. The Jesus Labor Love has had a spike. Like, I've never seen. Like, we have had so many applications this week. You see... Through the Christian Car Guy Show, we help out single moms and widows and families in crisis. And, and there's, a web, there's a place on our website where people fill out an application for help. And for whatever reason, lots of other agencies refer, when they have somebody that they don't know where else to get them some help for their car, like a lot of, a lot of agency knows, know that, oh, well, you go to these guys, you know. They, they can help. And what a wonderful testimony yeah. that is. Like, this guy at this center told me that you might could help me. This person at that, you know, that's the word of mouth that, that really has caused this thing to just really expand this week. You know, and, and, and so many times, and I say this often, is we don't realize the value of transportation of a vehicle, especially a single mom or, or, or somebody who's going through a crisis, and, and all of a sudden you don't have that, and it's things that all of us sitting here at this table and walking these grounds of the fairgrounds take for granted. We, we just assume we're going to walk out the door, have a car to get in, and go somewhere. But if you've got a... a, a infants and children and 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 especially the sick so many of them who apply have children that have disabilities or are are sick and it's just an opportunity that we just don't even realize and one thing about referring them the referrals is also the prayer part of it is you know what we need to make sure we pray with these mothers and families that are in need but also we need to make sure that we we meet those needs and make sure they see it through jesus christ i mean it isn't about i mean robbie you're the main man on this right here and you have really the vision of this has gone further than i ever thought it possibly would but god has done it because he's partnered with you and you've partnered with him and we just make sure we point people to christ yeah, they are. It's an amazing, wonderful honor that God gives us a chance to touch these folks. And I want to relate it in one of the stories of somebody that, that we talked to this week. But we're going to be right back. But we need your calls, 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings.
experiencing the hem of God today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Oh, when did you actually experience that? Or maybe, maybe some point in time you got to be the hem of God's garment for somebody. Bobby, I'm going to interrupt you before you go too much further, because the last segment you talked about Jesus' labor of love. You talked right. about you can go online on uh, and, and put an application for help, but also there's opportunity to go online and volunteer to pray for these people that are in need and these families that are in need. That's a huge ministry, and that's that's maybe one of the most important things that happens in that ministry. Also, if you're a service center in anywhere that, that's in the sound of this radio station that would be willing to help out on your end and just say, hey, you know what, if, if we can help you in, in, in wherever it may be, Seattle, Washington, or, or Richmond, Virginia, you know, go online, kind of put that in there and put it out there because there's people in your area that, that you may be able to bring the blessing to them and be able to show Jesus Christ through your business. Or if you just feel like, you know what, I've got a little bit of extra money I'd like to donate somewhere that I know it goes 100% to, to help somebody, Jesus' labor of love, the opportunities there to serve and to be served. And cars. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, yes. So I was going to tell this story. About the, the, you know, I didn't know I was getting to be the hem of God's garment, but sometimes you do get to be. And, and so, you, you know, I don't know, a lot of these agencies have my phone number, I guess. And so they just tell these people to call me, you know. So I get this call. Um, might have been yesterday, it may have been the day before, but whatever day it was, it, you know, I, I have this lady and she sounds really desperate and she's like, this is a Jesus labor and love. And I said, well, this is Robbie Dillmore. But I can help you. You know, we need to fill out an application. And, and so tell me what's going on a little bit. And, and when she begins to tell me her story, oh my gosh. I mean, number one, she's the mom, right? And she's living with her daughter and, and they were homeless six months ago. But her daughter has got such trauma that she has experienced in her life, PTSD, she is too terrified to drive. And so what they did so that she could work was they went out and they bought a car, but they had to put it, I guess, in an acquaintance name. That's the best way to put it. It was a guy that was an acquaintance of her, did not live with him. But they put it in his name because they couldn't have a car. They, they couldn't license it unless it had insurance. And it couldn't have insurance to somebody who didn't have a driver's license because the daughter has no driver's license. The mom has no driver's license. And so now this car's broken and they need help. What do we do? Right? And so you could see why no other agency on the planet Earth could help them because they didn't even, you, you know what I'm saying? But God gave us the Jesus labor love to go, well, you know, let, let's see, we need to fill out this application in, in your acquaintances since the car's in his name. And then, you know, we will help him get the car fixed so he can take your daughter to work. Because otherwise, you know, they'll be homeless again. Right? And, and there's the whole, the whole situation. And in fact, she called me back. And, and, you know, we prayed together. Which, again, is always one of the just like, man. Man, and you could hear the desperation like... You're not going to be able to help me because here's here's what's going. And she was so honest, you know, like here's what's going on. This car isn't in my name. It's not my daughter's name. And, and I and I thought, I wonder how many times she'd been told, I can't. We can't help you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 you know that was the whole thing is that that God gives you the opportunity to be in that place at that moment 
to be able to pray, to be able to help in some way, whatever way that, again, because of the people, Jerry, that were praying for the Jesus Labor Love, for the people that have been donating to the Jesus Labor Love, for the people that, um, like Scott, right, that is out there, he's doing the legwork every day for all that goes on for this ministry. And you think, man, You see, even this story, to me, is touching the hem of the garment because it increases my faith. Like, I know. I've seen what God did when we just stepped out in complete faith and said, hey, we don't know how to do this ministry, Gary, but we're just going to say we're going to start doing it. And, you know, God has provided for it every inch of the way. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we, we have opportunities sometimes that we, we let pass by. And, and being in the presence, you know, I think, said you know the the train filled the the temple and and him you know it, it filled the temple that's what god wants to do in our lives he wants to fill us and we completely depend on him and stuff and in our our lives i mean look at bill i mean he was in automotive insurance and home insurance nationwide for years and years but yet it was still a ministry i mean you still use it in ministry when you were in the car car business, selling cars, car uh, dealership managers and general managers and owning a dealership, it was still a ministry. You still used it to, to, to hopefully point people to Christ. And it may be nothing more than just the way our interaction is sometimes. We don't have to, sometimes the biggest, the, the most powerful preaching of the gospel is done without words. Yeah, it's it's... So, Bill, you had said you had a, a, a story for us. Well, I got a couple atheists in my life that it just got me praying an awful lot. And I started thinking about when I was to join the church and went through the classes. And I was in a very Calvinistic church. My father had been elder for a long, long time. And I just could not deal with all the different points. And I, after going through the class, I just said, you know, you folks can't answer my questions. I'm not going to stand before the church and profess. But I had a Boy Scout troop, and the, the minister over that church was Methodist. So we played chess, and we talked, and he gave me his seminary books. And you know, through all this, I'm trying rationally to discover God. I'm trying to make it all fit. And I got invited to a Fellowship of Christian Athletes lunch. And um, really godly Boy Scout leaders. They took all the scouts to the the fellowship. How each old year. were you at this juncture? If you're, um, I just got my driver's license. Sixteen. So you were a Boy Scout. So I was an Eagle. I'm an Eagle Scout. So I'm sitting there listening to Moose Morris. Moose Morris was an NC State football, basketball, and baseball star, and he was talking about how he accepted Jesus as his. Oh, did you hear the? bump music so we're gonna leave our hero with moose and when we come back we're gonna see if bullwinkle intervened <laughs> you know fan mail from some flounder i don't know but anyway we'll be back with olap or christian car guy but we need your calls 866-348-7884 you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com Pomegranates 
experiencing the hem of God. In other words, it's one thing to study up on what the priest wore and know about the bells and the pomegranates and the colors and all that goes on with that. It's, it's quite another thing to have actually grabbed hold of it, you know? And, and so I was thinking about this before we get into Moose and, and, and Bullwinkle and Rocky and all that that's coming um, with Bill, but if I ask you a question, I wonder what your answer would be. Like, have you ever grabbed hold of Jesus? Have you ever literally grabbed hold of him? Well, I got to think about that. And you know, every time you ever took communion, you took, you took hold of him in some way, right? You literally did this in remembrance of him and that not only did you take hold of him, but you actually had a chance to chew on that a bit and then you had a chance to drink the covenant, right? And so you tasted in, in, in its own way and, and I realize it's a spiritual event and I'm not, you know, saying, you know, that... I'm, you know, a lot of argument over this whole thing, and I'm not going there. I'm just saying that, like, wow, you, you really do get to experience in communion. The idea is you literally are taking hold in its own way. So when we left our hero, the moose, and Bill, and this wasn't Bullwinkle, it's another moose, but you were a friction experience to him yourself. I had a very strong-willed mother. She taught the GED in uh, Polk Youth Center in the correctional The what? Facility. She taught the GED? GED at Polk Youth Center. And, um, what is GED at Polk the, the high school equivalency to get high school. Oh, okay. Polk was the top penal institute for anybody under 21 in the state of North Carolina. Polk U is something that I, you know, this is, I can just see this as make a great shirt. <laughs> Polk U. You know, I would... But anyway, Bill, I'm sorry. My humor just grabs me at times. <laughs> I, I had an older brother who was born with Down syndrome and died at age three. And that really, especially from the Calvinist point of view that my father was steeped in, gave her a whole lot of problems to deal with. And I was between the two of them. And I was trying to rationalize an all-loving and caring God and Calvinism and an older brother who died after being born with Down syndrome. And I really struggled with my faith, but I really wanted to discover Jesus. I really wanted, but I wanted to do it on an intellectual basis. And I had a friend who was a minister at a Methodist church. And the, the difference between the Methodist, the Calvinist, and the Armenian, well, I was trying to do it the wrong way. And I got to go to this lunch with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And this wonderful speaker was talking to us, Moose Morris. And he invited us to just drop our guard and to accept Jesus. And it was like the entire room disappeared. It was like it was just me and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It was like there was no quality of time. It could have been hours or days or, or moments. But Jesus was able in that brief encounter, in that opportunity to let me experience Christ's love and God's love and to move past all the trying to solve and understand and try to figure out the, the different ways to look at Scripture and to come at it from the point of view that we've got an all-loving, all-caring God that wants to look after us. So that was the first time in my life when I really felt connected, when I really knew that there was a Creator, when I 
understood that there was a, a God that was willing to talk to me and listen to me and comfort me. Right, and that you were was the time in my it. life right. when I touched the hymn. You were experiencing it. You Absolutely. weren't trying to understand. Right. Which, you know, was obviously what Jesus had, had for me that day. Um, and, and, and that's well said. And that, what a beautiful picture because I, I, to me, anytime you really experience God, time is not a factor. Like, put your cell phone away, no sense in looking at it. <laughs> because, you know, like, time is like, you, you could just spend eternity, right? It's just, it's just where you feel. Well, we had a caller call in, wanted to know, again, the artist, that those, those wonderful children that are doing Carol of the Bells, and that is a group called Liberia, I-L... L-I, excuse me, L-I-B-E-R-A. You can find them on YouTube. If you just do Carol of the Bells, it's, it's a beautiful rendition. The whole thing is amazing. Um, nonetheless, uh, when you think about the idea of bells, uh, it, you know, there's an interesting relationship between pomegranates and bells and the idea of experiencing faith. So when you take Bill's story, which is amazing, because, again, you're... You didn't see any pomegranates, did you? No. Uh, bells, did you hear any? I have no idea. <laughs> if they were, they were extremely wonderful bells. <laughs> right, right, right. What, what you experienced was the result of those pomegranates, the result of those bells, is, is the coming of faith. It's like, oh, there is a God, and I'm not him, and he loves me, and, and he cares about me. And the rest of that stuff eventually, eventually can can kind of be, you know, sorted through. In 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 as I know, nobody loves the scripture like you, Bill. I mean, you hand them out all the time through the Gideons and all that stuff. But right, the the important thing is is to experience it, not necessarily to understand it. The knowledge doesn't do it. The love does it. Right, right. And so that's 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 cool. How about you, Jerry? Have you got such a experience? Yeah, you know, and I think sometimes it's <coughs> you, you may mention sometimes we don't even realize that 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 we have reached out and, and stuff. It's I can I can think back through life and stuff, and I I guess probably the one time that I can always go back to my wife had some medical issues and stuff, and it was just really a dark time as far as just just struggling with 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 what god was doing and, and and why he was doing it and why i was going through this and at some point and i really don't know when that point was because i kept kind of finally just realized i had to just turn it over to god that it that that it he was in control and i had to have enough faith to know that he was gonna walk me through it i didn't know what the outcome was going to be but it was just that point. I go back to that, and that probably changed my trajectory for uh, As for I recall, I knowing your story, that was when she was pregnant with Taylor? Yep. Yep, and now I've got this uh, beautiful young lady. <laughs> yeah, and a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> if you were listening, you are probably trying to figure out, who's that guy talking over it everybody? He was talking <laughs> to Taylor, because I saw her. She's alive, and she's well. <laughs> but you, you went through a difficult, difficult um, season with that. And, and so... When he actually touched you, can you take us back kind of that moment, what that felt like? What happened? Yeah. To tell you the truth, I can, I can, part of it was, and I think we as Christians kind of lose the thought of this sometimes, where God will put people in our lives to bring us closer to him, to, to, that we are able to see 
him in their presence that is through Jesus Christ. Well, there was, uh, and I'll, I'll say, uh, uh, Larry Burgess, uh, Jeff Widener, and Mark Evans, who were elders at Pinedale Christian Church at that time, I was going and playing basketball at that church, and that was about it. I mean, I'd kind of drift away from church, uh, married, uh, things were going well, didn't really, I mean, I knew God. If everybody asked me, I'd say I was a Christian. Did I live that life? Uh, no. Did it, was there any fruit to say that? No. Well... Myra got pregnant, then we had, she had some medical issues, and at one point the doctors came in and told me that 90% um, chance that Myra will, will, will pass away when she gives birth to, to this baby because they couldn't do a C-section because of scleroderma and everything else. And then also they said probably 80% chance the baby won't live neither. So we start preparing for that. They move it. ER room all the way up to the craziest thing. They will not deliver a child or baby in ER, in, I mean, in, in, the, in intensive care. So they move a whole unit up to second floor. And at that point, I was at wit's end. I mean, I was just questioning God, what, what's going on? And, thinking, and finally, part of it was their faithfulness, those three men, and then me finally just realizing there's nothing, I mean, I'm calling everybody, I'm talking to every doctor, I'm, there's nothing I can do except for just know that God's good. God's going to, God's going to have the answer to this and I just pray that it's, uh, the outcome is, is what I'm, it's not going to be devastating and it, you know, God is good and, and at that point of finally just completely surrendering, being 100% at the mercy of God's love and grace that I was able to get through that. And that whole situation at that moment changed my trajectory as far as understanding what I needed to do. And also it, it taught me a lesson of as being a Christian, I need to walk with other people through those those, those yeah, because that those voices. Well, we got Mrs. J in Greensboro is going to be on with us. We got a call. We want to get to that. We'll be right back with much more. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. It's shining like receipts of pomegranates in my hands. She said if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. The hem of God today on the Christian Car Guy Show. It's one thing to understand all about the bells and the pomegranates and the colors, but it's another thing to actually have experienced Him and how marvelous, how wonderful to, to actually know what that love is like. And we have Miss Jay is in Greensboro and she's got a story for us. Miss Jay, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Robbie, and everyone else is here listening. How are you guys today? Good morning. Good morning. Good to hear you. Uh, well, I'm a little weak today, but I wonder if I should give my Jesus testimony because I have so many times I've tested him. I was searching God and asking him which one to share. And um, the one about, and then I heard Robbie say about the pomegranate. I was like, oh my God, God has been joining with the pomegranate. 
and also the um just the oh my god touching him. so um i was married twice the first year first marriage was about five years and a half and um uh, that marriage ended uh, um, ugly the second marriage um years years later um in the ministry um at the tent revival met my second husband i actually prayed lay hands on him great eventually we got in a relationship um after knowing each other a year and we got married and um the next month after that um he tried to take my life and um i was like oh, oh my god and it, it, i was so devastated and then i couldn't go to the church because that was his church and that's when i was connected with that for a while building our relationship just off i lost the church and i was i felt like um a failure because i was the second marriage i went into a deep deep um, depression and um, just feeling um, that no no love, no true love. And God touched, you know, my sorrow touched him because my spirit was crying out to him. And um, I was laying around like for months and he just told me he was time to get up. And I felt this warmth that came over me and he told me that he loved me, that I was going to be his true love. And, and <laughs> as really up, as I was getting up, he was telling me that he I had impregnated me with the visions of him and he showed me as the, of, of a pomegranate and, and he was telling me about the mem the whiteness of that of the fruit that was holding into the membranes of the pomegranate um that was the fruit that was going to be there and it was so many of those seeds that was in there and i was like overwhelmed and he said you're going to go forth with these things and you're going to share he said it's going to be fruitful and it's going to be in a timely manner and um i just Want to encourage anybody that was listening? You know, I didn't fully understand the pomegranate, and it's still coming into fruition. You know, the understanding of it, but the fruit is still going forth, and the Jesus being the membrane of everything, um, that whiteness that was holding me together, and then the outward harder part was like um, God, to, you know, the, the protection that I had that was inside that fruit. So I just wanted to share that. Oh, that is that is just absolutely spectacular, Miss J. And I, I will tell you some things about pomegranates that I know from studying them. That um, the Jews have long taught that there are 613 seeds in a pomegranate, and that they represent the 613 what they call mitzvahs or good deeds that they that they do in order to connect and get closer to God. And so, you know, not science being what it was, they decided to study the pomegranates and prove that the Jews were wrong and there really aren't 613 seeds in every pomegranate. And science was right, there aren't 613 seeds. But after they had counted the seeds in over 20,000 pomegranates, they had come to the conclusion that the absolute average of those 20,000 pomegranates was 613 seeds. <laughs> so, what I know is true, that... When you do do something that you feel God asked you to do, it bears fruit. And there was a seed to do that, and he planted it. And when you experience him through being able to help somebody else, it's kind of a connection that is really, really a, a beautiful thing. And it's an experience that, that, that increases your own faith, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, it does. It, it, all of a sudden, we are able to see... When God works through us to, to minister to somebody else, I mean, it just, it, the, the, the joy that it brings, and also, it just, it does build your faith. I mean, all of a sudden you go, you know, man, I, I wasn't capable, I, I don't have the means to do that, I don't have the ability to do that, I don't have the, you know, the power to do that, but God used me. Wow, that can be powerful. 
Yeah, and, and oh, I, you don't know what it does for my faith, Miss Jay, that you had the pomegranate vision. Because I have long wondered, and what a neat, what a neat thing Jesus showed you in that. You know, what a treasure. And it just it makes so my day. I got <laughs> to tell you that this it totally makes my day. It was sweet tasting at this, it was bittersweet at the same time. It was just, you know, I guess the best way I can say it was bittersweet because I have already experienced the taste of a pomegranate, a pomegranate, and I just wanted to understand it more. And I had no idea he was going to share that and spread it, you know, give me that, that enlightenment. And it that. totally is bittersweet. Like, if, if you love to eat pomegranates, and I really actually try to eat one a day, um, that white stuff is extremely bitter, extremely mm-hmm. bitter, and, and, the, and the red stuff is a little sweet and a little sour. But then you get to chew on the seeds, and every time I chew on one of those seeds, and I chewed on some this morning, and every time mm-hmm. you chew on those seeds, you can't help but reflect on that God's been pouring these seeds of faith into all of us um, that, that, that we be able to walk closer with him and keep him in mind and, 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 and you know your faith plants seeds for other people just like what Jerry was talking about through his experience and what Bill was talking through his experience um, <clears throat> you know I'm personally going to want to really enjoy you know when we get to heaven I want to see Bill's conversation you know with Mr. Calvin. So he's going to meet Mr. Calvin and uh, <laughs> I won't be seeking him out, I promise you. He's going to seek he you out, guys. He's going to put his arm around you and go, Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> you know, we serve the same God. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Miss Jay. I'm so grateful you called in. Like I said, that story, I'll be thinking about it for weeks. Just amazing stuff. Oh, I've been thinking about it for a lifetime, for 67 Uh, years now. uh, Yeah, I'll bet you have. I'll bet you have. And you have a great week. God bless you. Thank you so much for calling in. You too, sir. All right. And, and, you know, when you think about it, our connection, my connection with Miss J um, happened, Jerry, through the Jesus Labor Love and through Scott. Um, Oh, yes. and, and, And... you know, our stepping out in that, you know, years ago when we thought that, that was <laughs> like, man, I don't know, God, this seems real risky. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, we're sitting at that little restaurant, I remember it, and I walked out and I said, I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> Boy, Robbie sure is on fire for it now. <laughs> so God, you must be doing something. He did. <clears throat> he did. There's no doubt that he did. And, and, and here we are, you know, and and again, every every day that that operates is another day that you know faith comes through in so many different ways yeah i just and again just encourage people to go on on christian car guy and take the link over to jesus labor of love and look how you can how everybody out there as a listener can help in some way and then absolutely can and the yeah you know person, the word of god i'm not on here you are Oh, I'm just trying to say, you know, the word of God says that if he can lift it up, he'll draw all manner of people to it. I know I have shared um, with people about how Jesus' labor love has helped me. You know, I see some people who probably sure this called you from my way. Well, I would like to think anyway. Um, but I just know when your word is being lifted up, you know, um, you just don't know where God's going to take it. You know, so just be encouraged. You know, and I know as he does the increase, he's going to provide, so... We have nothing really to, you know, concern ourselves with. Just other than to do joy, to do all the Lord is our strength. Oh, it's so true. <clears throat> and that whole idea of experience is amazing to me. 
This is the Truth Network.